This is Paris. How are you feeling right now, Paris? Beyond. I keep like looking at myself in the camera and I just feel, I don't know, I just I feel insecure and weird. I don't like it. Insecure about what? Just the way I look right now. I don't know. I just don't look like myself. I just look like I have like puffy eyes. I don't know. I, I like literally, maybe. I don't know. We're looking at different Parises. I think you look amazing. Um, but I do think that's probably, I mean... I think everybody looking at themselves in a camera thinks that they look a little bit funky half the time. So, not alone. How do you, does this you does this like get you down down or is it like annoying? Does it like ruin your day? Or are you pretty good about like getting over it? Um, no, it's not gonna like ruin my day. But I know that for this podcast, like part of it is like video because I want people to be able to see as well sometimes. So I'm just thinking about how people are going to just, I don't know, judge me and make fun of me or something. <laughs> why, would they <laughs> why would they make fun of you? Because, I, I mean, really, I don't think anybody's going to notice puffy eyes on you right now. I would tell you if it looked like you were having an allergic reaction to something. But, uh, yeah. Plus, I think you've, you know, you've also had a very, very impressive week. Yeah. You know, like... A lot's happened, so I think everybody would understand if you're a little bit tired. Yeah, I just don't like it. I'm wearing sunglasses now. I guess this is like, I feel beyond. Yes. That's a good solve. That's a great solve. <laughs> I'm actually really shy, which a lot of people don't know, and that's why I wear sunglasses a lot, because it makes me not shy. Like, I learned that from Adam Sandler and that movie. And Big Daddy. Big Daddy. <laughs> Puts the glasses on the little boy, and he's like, you put these on, you're invisible. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I, I, used, I think I remember seeing that and going, I'm never putting sunglasses on again. I love this. I love the attention. I don't want anybody to think I'm invisible. Have you been shy since you were a child? Um, When I was little, I wasn't that shy, but then... I think after just what I went through, just like as a teenager at those schools, it just kind of made me shy because they were just, I was just so scared of people. So then it just made me like weird and insecure since then. But before yeah, talk- I wasn't. Yeah, I saw in the documentary, you were kind of like a little tiny uh, Broadway performer at home with the camera and everything and doing mm-hmm. runway modeling shoots with your sister and stuff. And then to say you're shy, I feel like, that must have been a pretty uh, pretty big moment. You talked about it, the, the schools in the documentary. Yeah. Did uh, Do you feel like you've started that recovery process yet to kind of resume being yourself? Do you feel like you're 5% of the way, 90% of the way back to normal? Um, I don't think you ever really get over something like that. So it's something that will always be with me. But um, I'm learning to not let it control my life anymore. So I kind of, I don't forget about it, but I feel more secure than I did back then, definitely. But it takes a lot of time. Yeah. It takes a lot of time or one trip to Peru for ayahuasca. So we can <laughs> we'll look, at, we'll look at booking some tickets. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty relatable thing for a lot of the listeners. They, yeah. 
I think a lot of people when they're kids, they have this invincibility of youth. And then you get a little bit older and you start realizing like, oh, I have pressures on me. People are judging me. I'm not like I, I can be um, hurt. And it becomes scary if you if you let it be scary, which I feel like most people do. Yeah, definitely. Especially just having to grow up in the public eye. And even recently, I've been just reading just all of these articles coming out where they were just saying like, Brittany, Paris, and just like a group of us were just treated so unfairly and just like this really misogynistic view and just being very cruel and mean and making fun of us. And I don't know, I just... I never really thought about it as much as I'm watching and reading all these articles and people talking on social media, just saying just how unfair it was to, you know, treat a young girl like that. And I don't know, just, it made me think a lot this week, reading all these new things that are coming out after the Britney film. Yeah. Which I saw, and it is really sad to think one, what they did and two, how the world kind of accepted the judgment that everybody put on, uh, uh, I mean, honestly, a lot of women, but specifically you guys who were so in the public light. Did, uh, have you talked to Brittany at all about that? I haven't spoken to her in a few months and um, I haven't even watched the film yet because I've been so busy, but I, I do want to watch it maybe tonight or in the next couple days. But um, I heard it's just really a really sad movie and it, I don't know. It makes me really feel for her because she's such a sweet girl and has such a big heart. And I just can't imagine being controlled like that, you know, when you're an adult and you've worked your whole life for building this empire and then just to be treated like a child is just not fair. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Um, you uh, you definitely have some, I think you have some really nice words for her in the documentary. You, you talk about your guys' relationship back then and I think it's it's important for the people watching to realize that like it, she had people around her and she has a lot of people like everybody who talks about Britney says the nicest things mm. and everybody wants that conservatorship to be changed if not ended completely. Yeah. I mean, you kind of she's had her power taken away, her power of decision over her life. And I think if anybody can understand what that feels like, it's you after what happened to you when you were younger. So I mean, just probably trigger warning when you watch this, you might you might experience some stuff because it, it, it's it's harsh for anybody. But I feel like someone who's been through a situation like that, it, it, it could be pretty intense. Yeah, that's what I've heard so far. Just, just I don't know, reading on Twitter and just reading the comment sections, just all the fans and people who have watched have said that they're like after watching This Is Paris and then watching Britney's documentary after like I just have a whole new way of thinking about both of them and my heart just breaks for the way that they've been treated in life. I don't know. So that's just something I've been thinking about a lot recently. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. One thing that she talked about a lot was the paparazzi, kind of how horrible they were. And I can't think of a a person who probably had a more similar experience than you. Um, Was it as awful as it, it, it sounded? It looked like it was? It was just out of control just from the moment I would wake up and leave my house till I would go to bed. They'd be chasing me. Sometimes there'd be 50 cars and they were just, this was before social media. So pictures now, I think because of social media, we already post something. So it becomes less, you know, worth less to them because it's already out there. And back Mm. then they were the ones putting everything out. So, you know, to get a shot, People, it was like a war almost where they were just fighting over it and they didn't care what would happen or if you got in a car accident, like they'd probably be happy because then they get crazier pictures mm. and just crying and trying to get away from them sometimes because, you know, I think there's a time and place for that. Like it's okay if you're at the MTV Awards or at a premiere or somewhere where you know they're going to be on the red carpet for work. But when it's your private life every single day, it just, it would be just overwhelming 
works a lot. Um, but I've always just tried to, you know, put a smile on my face and be sweet and nice because I feel that, you know, some celebrities will give the middle finger or they'll push them or just do mean things to them. And then that's what they want because that's, you know, they get some crazy shot of you where you end up looking bad, even though you're just trying to protect yourself. But, um, yeah, it's a weird, weird world. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I think I, obviously me being in this industry, I, like the idea of having the freedom of being really successful like i'd love to be able to create the shows i want to do and with that for a lot of people Mm -hmm. in this industry comes that level of fame at some point obviously you guys had it to a point where it doesn't even really exist anymore like that level of attention from paparazzi is just kind of a thing even the biggest stars in the world do not have to deal with that today and i think sometimes people see like today's paparazzi and go that's not so bad and they don't realize it was horrible it was like just a turf war and you were kind of this like prize on the field. Um, but someone told me once they're like, uh, she was an assistant for a very, very famous group of people. And she said, a lot of people think they want this level of fame, but it is just a bottle that you can never put the cap back on. Um, yeah. And it kind of was like a little bit shocking to me. I was like, yeah, I guess I've never really thought about it. You can get it, but you can't turn it off if you do. Yeah, it's, it's out of control sometimes. Um, Would you have wanted to not have that fame if, like, someone gave you a magic switch and said, you don't have to be Paris Hilton anymore. You can be a regular person. Would you have pressed that switch? Um, maybe. I don't know. So sometimes I love what I do because I get to do all these things I love and I love my fans and just building this empire is very exciting. But I wish, you know, that part is the part that is annoying. Just, you know, the media making up stories, the paparazzi being crazy and annoying. And just, I don't know, the bad parts about it are parts that I wouldn't want. So sometimes I just wish that I just, you know, always had this normal life. But I don't know. I think I was just born to do this. (laughs) Yeah. You dealt with a lot. So I feel like you've come out on the other side pretty strong and it seems like with everything you're doing uh with all the advocacy you're only getting stronger you're only getting more confident in your own skin again which is amazing so i hope this is a sign to uh to everybody that you know that little paris that was dressing up and doing ballroom gowns in the living room is is uh coming back strong yes and yeah like what you just said about just my advocacy work and everything i'm doing it's amazing because I think when you can use your fame for something that's good, it's just like an incredible feeling. And I've done a lot of things I'm proud of in my life, but this is by far the thing I'm most proud of to have actually, you know, used what I have for something that's really good and really important and going to really just change the lives of so many children now and in the future. So it's exciting. Well, I think that's amazing. Congratulations on getting the bill passed. And thank you for sharing, Paris. Thank you. This is Paris.